Sauti ya dada. Powered by Creative Action Institute. A podcast for girls by girls. Sauti ya dada. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am brilliant. I'm gifted. Sauti ya dada. I have a voice. I deserve a space to tell my story and share. For girls by girls. Happy Wednesday everyone. You are listening to the Sautia Dada podcast, a podcast for girls by girls. This podcast is a production of Creative Action Institute to create a space for girls in East Africa to have their voices heard. Today we bring you a very special episode. After a two-year break of not having field visits, we were finally able to travel and meet some of the girls in our Sautia Dada program. We visited Kalinabiri Secondary School in Kampala, Uganda, which is one of the schools where we are implementing the Sautia Dada program in collaboration with Concern for the Girl Child Uganda. We sat down with mentor fellow Rose Namobiru, who has been working with Creative Action Institute since 2019 and working with her cohort of girls since May of 2021. Rose has been such a dedicated member of the team. In this episode, she reflects on her experience in the program and the evolution of Sautia Dada since its inception in 2020. I will let her introduce herself. My name is Rose Nambiru and I work with Concern for the Girl Child in Tenda, Kampala. Thank you, Rose. How did you first get acquainted with Creative Action Institute? I first heard about Creative Action Institute in 2018. That's when I was called to join the mentors in in Kenya, Limoru Brackenhurst Hotel, and we went through a training as mentors that uh, lasted for one one and a half weeks. Your passion for working with girls is evident. Would you please give us a background on why you work with girls and why it is so important to you? I work with girls because I believe I need to support these girls and transform their lives. As as a lady, I grew up with a single mother and I saw how my mother struggled to bring us up. We are both girls and boys and I felt like as as a lady, I need to work hard and transform a girl's life. How many girls do you work with in the Sautia Dada program? Currently I'm working with 30 girls but in 2020 when Sautia uh, Dada Club came in we started with 15 girls who graduated in 2021 and now I have 30 girls I'm working with. Would you please share a brief description with us of the girls context? What communities do they come from and why did you recruit them for the Sautia Dada program? The girls that I'm working with currently come from mixed communities but majority are very vulnerable so that was the criteria I, I looked at when I was selecting the girls with that Uh, the mentor teacher we had to look for the girls that are coming from uh, a vulnerable community and they will need support from I as a mentor so we sat with the contact teacher madam rosemary and then we selected girls that were in form 1 and needed our help and support following the disruption by the covid-19 pandemic you have worked with the girls for a year from may 2021 to to date i would love to hear a recap of that year What activities have you conducted with the girls so far? 
Uh, the training that we have conducted so far since last year, we formed a club before the breakdown of COVID. We formed a club called South Yada Girls Club and we, the girls selected leaders by themselves. I, I didn't choose these leaders. They were selecting leaders from the president, vice president, the timekeeper, the, the secretaries. So it was, it, it had ownership. The girls felt that ownership of the club that me coming and saying you're going to be the, the president, you're going to be the the, the the timekeeper. So we kicked off with by having a club, club leaders, and then from there we had uh, a farming, a farming self. Girls are farmed themselves and others and this was a good exercise whereby girls couldn't believe certain things are good on them they couldn't believe that you know i have a, a, a nice a nice smile i'm beautiful i'm hard working so it was an excellent exercise affirming each other and appreciating each other's creatures and beauties and from there we broke off for covid but still i would meet a number of them at our offices because we couldn't access the school after farming activities we had River of Purpose. River of Purpose, this is where the girl will tell uh, her story. Like, this is how I started. And in the middle there, my story narrows. Those are the barriers. Like, I got sick, I lost my parents, I, I, I had these challenges. But amidst that, there is someone who is ready to offer support. And your river will widen. So it was really a beautiful stories. And some of the stories I would relate with the girls. Maybe we have gone through, I've gone through the same stories when I was growing up as a girl. So, and after sharing the river of purpose, I would encourage them that is not the end. We always find challenges and then we overcome those challenges. And at the end of the day, we have a wider river at the end after completing everything and overcoming those challenges. Then we had an activity called uh, sweat analysis. This one, I briefed them and then I told them, each one of you to go back and write your sweat analysis. So the sweat analysis were so beautiful. I shared some with Mokonyo. Girls were sharing their threats, the opportunities they have, the weaknesses that they need to work on, and the, the strength they have. Like we have our parents, the, the schools are there, and the threats may be weakness. I'm weak in math, I'm weak in science subjects, but I need to work upon that. Uh, then we had a leadership tree. This leadership tree, we have girls that are leaders, but what about those that are not leaders? We can still involve them and they are able to identify with the leadership tree. The leadership tree, you have to t you, you, you tell your story as well. You, people you look up to, the qualities, what are those roots that, that the family values that you have that have helped you to be where you are right now? What is that blossom, that dream that you want to be up there? Whom do you look at? What are the myths that you've heard about girls? So the girls were able to do that as well, to share that. And then other girls were also able, without my assistance, but I told them which page to read, to practice the, the finger the finger index, whereby if you're worried, there's a finger you have to touch on, and then you play around with it, and then, yeah, your worry cools down, happiness, anxiety, all that. The activities that you have listed are guided by the Sautia Dada workbook. Do you think this workbook is relevant to the girls' lived experiences? 
the workbook is very relevant with the girls. Personal, I feel it brings out the girl, the girl's story. The girls able to tell a story. We are not always around girls, but if the girl gets this, once we meet with the girls and then go through a certain activity, you feel the girl is telling her story, is pouring out her heart, is telling certain things that you didn't know about this girl. Because I cannot sit and say, "Gentle, tell me what is happening." But through those activity, without asking those questions, the girls are telling the story that she didn't know. They're telling their life or what they are going through and how the books have been able to help them achieve certain things, become more confident. Yeah. Rose, I have heard you speaking about the girls opening up and sharing their stories and their growth in self-confidence. Have you noted any other changes in the girls? Yes, I have. Confidence is the first one that I've noticed with the girls. Even as we have been doing this activity, uh, my colleague Brenda was like, wow, Rose, as if you've done this activity before the, the vision, but I'm like, now I'm doing it for the first time. Like the girls, we are confident, they are not shying away from telling their story. I lost my mom, my my dad, my mom was conflicted because, uh, saying that he killed my dad, you know. That is something, someone who is confident that can say, but if you find a girl who has not been exposed to this club, if you find she will feel like, I can't share this story with the rest of the girls. How will they see me? How will they feel about about me, yes, and also keeping them in school. You realize there the, the are sections about sexual, sexual reproductive health, that how, how to say no, you know? When they read, they understand, like, I have to be in school. Among all the 30 girls, all the girls came back after COVID, and I was very happy to see all of them back mm-hmm. at school. However much some changed, but yes, they, they changed schools, but they're doing okay. The Saudi Adada program usually uses different interventions to reach and empower the girls. So which of those interventions do you personally think have been most effective for the girls? I think the SMSs, mm-hmm. the SMSs, I would say the SMSs, though it's uh, like 50-50, but the SMSs have done a great impact because it covers a wide coverage. And, and some things may not be like drug abuse, decision making, they may not be in the workbook, but these are the SMSs that come daily mm-hmm. and the girls read. And if I can say 2020, uh, Saudi Club, the 15 girls, majority of them are saying how they are going to make bad decisions, but through the SMSs, they were able to reform. Like my parents would say, oh, you are, I want you to do this, but through the SMSs, like stand on your decision, your parents don't have to decide for you. It it was one of the things that stood out in the 2020 uh, Saudi Arabia group, decision making and not uh, bad peer pressure, like not to follow this person, know your worth, know where you're coming from. And it had several quotes from different people that some girls kept on talking about about it. And there is a that group, there is a particular girl called Sharon. She keeps writing. Uh, last year, she would keep writing quotes that she learned from 2020 on the blackboard, in front of the blackboard. And every girl would read, or every even boys would read that quote. She would inspire the whole class. She just comes writes the court. Yeah, I feel the SMSs are touching the girls more because of the wide coverage of mm-hmm. topics that they bring in. However much the book, we shall come and talk about leadership. Yeah. But then in the text, they will, they will broaden it because we shall have, in the book, we shall have one day like we have here and may we will not go so deep. But the SMS, they will tell you leadership, these are the qualities, this is how you have to be as a leader, you have to do this and that. Yeah. Thank you, Rose. 
please be assured that you are doing phenomenal work with the girls. So I have to ask, as a mentor, what is your hope for the girls at the end of the Saudi Dada program? I want to see a transformed girl. A changed girl, a girl who can able to relate. Like before joining Saudi Dada, this is how I used to be. This is the life I used to live in. Maybe I was shy and I would keep in a corner. But after joining Saudi Dada, I can come out and speak about girls' rights. I can come up and speak about myself. The confidence that I want to see the girls' confidence and transforming and feeling freely to share with the rest of the girls that this is has, this has been my journey before and after or during and after Saudi Arabia and that's the end of our second field episode it has been amazing to hear these stories from the field and we will certainly share more be sure to subscribe and listen to Saudi Arabia podcast on Apple podcast Spotify SoundCloud and anywhere else you listen your podcast from